Greetings, friends. I'm your host, Mr. Josh. Welcome to High Form Family's Talk Story to Me. You are now tuned in to our nine-episode superhero short story anthology, Triumphant. Please enjoy the seventh episode, Golden Warriors. Now you know who I am, and you know what I've done. What is it you hope to gain from this? In order to gain, one must first lose. Dr. Blackhawk, I'm going to count to two. By then, you will release Myra back to me. If you don't, well, I'm not responsible for what happens next. <laughs> you love a hero who shirks responsibility. <laughs> so I have killed so many of you. One. Aren't you the least bit interested in how I figured out your identity and then lured you here through capturing your childhood teacher of all people? Two. You dare present? <sighs> Do not raise your voice at me. You know, one of our flaws as heroes is we let you feelings talk too much. You overestimate yourselves because you think respect is the matrimonial consecration of your vocation. But you and all other villains are going to learn the exact same lesson 10-year-old me learned at the hands of my big sister. True change does not begin until the violating party gets popped in the mouth. I am a thought I told you not to raise your voice at me. Pulling air from his lungs was the most painless way for me to end him. There is no joy in this for me anymore. But at least mine was safe. Captain Jules Ranger. Hands on the ground, Jetstream. Now, you know I really don't enjoy being yelled at. You killed Dr. Blackhook in cold blood. You stood there and watched a bad man die just so you could arrest a good guy who killed him? You may have saved lives, but there are still rules. The rules being that nobody can be killed unless you or the Planetary Coalition Council say so. Or at least the ones pulling the trigger. I didn't say fire! But ma'am, didn't you say we could shoot a will? I did. He trusts me. Had he any kind of warning, most of us would have been slaughtered. I just yelled that to keep him off guard. We need him not fighting at full power for as long as possible so we can subdue him. To call yourselves the Golden Warriors. I'm getting major tarnished bronze energy right now. Ugh. Willow, listen. Shoot or shackle her. I don't really care which. The rest of you. On me. And watch out for that battle axe of hers. It's how she channels her controlled magnetic energy. Okay, so between you and me, don't you find it a little odd that she left her most unstable warrior behind? Your fate will be the same as Jetstream's. Cuffed and chained. Now that is a tempting offer, but I've got more of a 
gentle massage and poetic I love you's kink. Well, that was new. Whatever I got hit with clearly was designed with me in mind. Jetstream! Captain Jules Ranger, I do wish you had looked the other way, as you always have. I know that one hurt you, Jetstream. It's an isometric nucleus dispersion beam. I had to get the INDB specially commissioned for use in combat against a known hero. Oh, Jules. Now I'm going to have to kill you. You know the funny thing about air? Is that most beings are so busy breathing it that they forget how much friction is involved. And friction? In the hands of the well-versed? Quick! Activate your- And with a slight modification, it becomes- did well, Captain Jules Ranger. You heroes are a stain on all of us. An evolutionary overcorrection mishandled by the eruption of the fifth pulse. <laughs> but we, we are the balance. I'm talking big, but she's got me outmatched. Every time she raises that axe though, she leaves her legs unguarded. Maybe I can, no. That's too crazy. But do I really have a choice? Here goes nothing! Ah! What? Ah! That's what I get for playing with it. Now I can't feel my magnetism. I've beaten you, hero. Slip chain gauntlets around your ankles just as you lifted into the air. Almost lost my neck, but it was worth it to win. You looked the other way when I required it of you. Made yourself a legend in interstellar protection services as an elite golden warrior. And when it suited you, you turned on me. You killed all of my soldiers. You knew that was their fate the moment you recruited them. Don't pretend that we're so different. After that surprise blast with my guard down, I'm not sure how many more I could have sustained. You really only aired in one arena, Jules. What was... what was that? You assumed that we were on the same basic level. You good versus me evil. I was never a binary force. I've been anticipating your betrayal since well before it occurred even in your mind. The technology your force depends on grew so formidable. I knew pushing the limit of my wind abilities might be the difference between life and death one day. You were always ten steps, ten steps ahead. Wrong again, Jules. I was only ever three, but I put in the work to make it look like ten. Rest now. Your work is done. <laughs> said you might say something like that. What? <coughs> Enjoy feeling yourselves unravel. I had him right where I wanted him. Uh, you're hanging upside down from a ceiling rafter with your legs chained together. Right where I... You almost shot me. You weren't even looking. I could have... Looks like I somehow 
yanked all of the water out of Frank's body. So you could have done that this whole time. Um, he was definitely dead after you, right? <laughs> I don't like you, so I appreciate this laugh. Willow's liquid absorption powers were activated through her instinctive connection with Hyperforce's gauntlets. Now securely fastened around her forearms like tunnels of wind adorning the wingtips of migrating dragon colonies, Willow could sense a heightening of purpose. She disagreed with Jetstream's casual killing policy, never knowing of the cellular sickness betrayed upon him from the one golden warrior he allowed himself to trust. Thus, life denied her chance to tell him of the dichotomy of fate's grim glare of which she would soon bear witness. How one day, a golden warrior would save her life and how beneath the banner of a different moon's rise, pursuit of the greater good would drive her hand to snatch away a golden warrior's last breath. The coming storm would ensure Willow and Jetstream never saw each other again. I want to be a hero, though I hear the darkness calling, but I will not hang up, no. I will keep on talking because the pain you know it is part of the gig man because the pain you know it is part of the gig man if you can't take the pain you're not ready to be a hero I do not like the pain but I want to be a hero if you can't take the pain you're not ready to be a hero I do not like the but I want to be a hero So I find I'm against villains in my complex I fight on back by so my inabilities Millions of traumas only robotics the producers for this show are Josh Evans, Stephanie Evans, Stephen Evans, Nicole Evans, DeCrystal Evans, David Evans, and James Ward. The associate producer for this show is Demetrius Holt. The writer for this episode, Golden Warriors, is Josh Evans. The composers for this episode are Stephen Evans and Josh Evans. The vocal talents in this episode, by order of appearance, are Dorian Christian, Tashi J, Timothy Small, and Nicole Evans, with Bridget Bianca as our closing narrator. The triumphant theme song, Fight On, is performed by Aaron Daniels. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And remember, no matter what happens, fight on. I'm victory, cause I fight on It doesn't matter how long it's taken For me to get to this moment yeah. I'm here tired, powerful, wise, smart, and flexible And I fight on